When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the 10-Minute MBA. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. On the 10-Minute MBA, I give you tools, tactics, strategies, and insights that you can use to start, scale, grow, and 10x your business. Let's get into it. Today, I want to talk to you about one of the most important decisions you will ever make as an entrepreneur, finding a co-founder. Finding a co-founder is not easy, but it can make or break your startup. And why? Because having a co-founder means you have somebody who shares your vision, who challenges you, who supports you, who brings different skill sets and perspectives to the table. See, having a co-founder means you have somebody who can help scale your business faster, raise more money, attract more talent, more customers. Having a co-founder means you have someone who can keep you accountable, motivated, and inspired. And if you don't believe me, just look at some of the most successful startups in history. Apple had Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. Google had Larry Page and Sergey Brin. Airbnb had Brian Chesky, Joe Gebbia and Nathan Lecharczyk. Uh, Uber had Travis Kalanick and Garrett Camp. These are just some of the examples of how finding a co-founder can change the game for your startup. But finding a co-founder is not all roses and rainbows. It comes with challenges and risks. You have to find somebody who's compatible with you, who shares your values, your goals, who's willing to commit to your vision for the long term. You have to find somebody who is trustworthy, reliable, honest. You have to find somebody who is not afraid to disagree with you, but also knows how to compromise and collaborate with you. You have to find somebody who's not just looking for a quick buck or an easy ride, but somebody who's ready to hustle hard and grind with you every day. Finding a co-founder is like finding a spouse. It's one of the most important relationships in your life. So do not take it lightly. So how do you find the perfect co-founder for your startup? Well, there is no magic formula or secret sauce, but there are some practical tips that I can share with you some great advice. The first one is network. Network like crazy. Go to events, go to meetups, go to online forums and platforms that are related to your industry, your idea. Talk to people who share your vision and your passion, who have complementary skills or expertise. You never know who you might meet or connect with. Maybe it's somebody who has a problem that your solution can solve. Maybe it's somebody who has a skill that you need for your product or service. Maybe it's somebody who has a network that you can leverage for your growth or your funding. Maybe it's someone who has a personality that clicks with yours. The point is, you have to put yourself out there and talk to people. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Don't be arrogant. Be curious. Be humble. Be generous. Be open-minded. Be respectful. Be authentic. You have to network with intention and purpose. You have to network with quality and quantity. You have to network with value and gratitude. Listen, according to a study by Startup Genome, 33% of startups fail 
because they lack a complementary co-founder team. That means one out of every three startups could have been saved if they had found the right co-founder through networking. So don't underestimate the power of networking when finding a co-founder for your startup. Now, where do you actually find these co-founders? There's a ton of different events and meetups for startups online and offline. A few of them, Collision Summit, Global Tech Conference that brings together founders, investors, media, and influencers. Techsylvania, a leading tech event in Eastern Europe that showcases innovation, entrepreneurship, and leadership. Startup Fest, largest startup event in Canada that features pitch competitions, workshops, keynotes, networking opportunities. Uh, Venture Summit West, a premier industry gathering that connects venture capitalists, corporate VCs, angel investors, founders of venture-backed startups. Uh, Startup Ole, a free-to-join conference that has turned into a benchmark event and driver of the democratization of the tech entrepreneurial ecosystem. These are just some of the examples of events or meetups for startups that you can check uh, to find your perfect co-founder. You can also check out websites like Eventbrite, Meetup, or Startup Grind to find more events or meetups near you or online. Now, the second tip I have for you on how to find the perfect co-founder for your startup is compatibility. Compatibility is key. You have to find somebody who has a similar work ethic, communication style, values, and goal systems as you. You have to find somebody who is on the same page as you, who understands your vision and your mission, who respects your decisions and opinions. You have to find somebody who is not only a co-founder, but also a friend, a partner, and a teammate. Compatibility is not something that you can just assume or guess. You have to test it. You have to work with your potential co-founder on small projects together or do a trial period before committing. You have to see how they perform under pressure, how they handle feedback, how they solve problems, how they collaborate with others. You have to see if you can trust them, if you can rely on them, if you can enjoy working with them. According to a study by Noam Westerman from Harvard Business School, 65% of startups fail because of co-founder conflicts. That means that two out of three startups could have just been saved if you had tested their compatibility before jumping into business together. So don't skip this step when finding a co-founder. And then the question then becomes, well, how do you test for compatibility? And there's a few different ways to test for your compatibility with someone. One way is to work on a small project together that is related to your startup idea. For example, you can create a prototype or an MVP, a landing page, a survey or a pitch deck together. This will help you see how they approach the project and how they communicate their ideas and their feedback, how they handle challenges, setbacks, how they balance creativity and execution. Another way is to do a trial period with them where you work together for a few days, weeks, or months before making it official. This will help you see how they fit into your daily workflow, how they manage their time and resources, how they deal with stress and uncertainty, how they balance work and life. A third way is to ask them questions that reveal their personality, their values, and their goals, very similar to when you're hiring somebody. For example, you can ask them about their motivation for joining your startup, their vision for the future of your industry or your market, their expectations and preferences for working with you your strengths and weaknesses as a co-founder. These questions will help you see if you share the same passion and purpose. If you have the same vision and direction, if you have the same expectations and preferences, and if you complement each other's skills and abilities. You have to understand that getting a co-founder, you will be going through the same level of stress, probably even more so than if you actually married someone. So you have to understand that this is an, an incredibly high pressure, high stress situation. And the person who's going to come out of this situation with you on the other side, that's going to be a very special person. And you have to make sure that they're able to storm, you know, weather this storm with you as you go through your startup journey. 
The third tip on how to find the perfect co-founder for your startup revolves around equity. Equity is very important. It's the ownership stake that you and your co-founder have in your startup. It's the reward that you and your co-founder get for your hard work and sacrifice. It's the incentive that you and your co-founder have to grow your startup and make it successful. Equity is not something that you can just wing or guess. You have to be transparent and fair about how much equity you're willing to offer or share with your co-founder. You have to consider factors such as contribution, risk, opportunity cost, and market value when you decide your equity split. Contribution means how much value each co-founder brings to the startup in terms of skills, expertise, network, resources, etc. Risk means how much each co-founder invests or sacrifices for the startup in terms of money, time, and reputation. Opportunity cost means how much each co-founder gives up or misses out on by joining the startup instead of pursuing other options. Market value means how much each co-founder could earn or raise they worked for another company or started their own venture. These factors are not fixed or equal for every co-founder. They may change over time as the startup evolves and grows. That's why you have to discuss them openly and honestly with your potential co-founder before you sign any agreement or contract. Now, according to a study by Paul Graham from Y Combinator, 18% of startups fail because they have disputes over equity splits amongst founders. That means, again, one in five startups could have just been saved if they had been transparent and fair about the equity split from the start. So don't ignore this step when finding a co-founder. And then you will probably end up asking at some point, how do you actually calculate this equity split? Well, there's different methods to calculate an equity split with the co-founder. One method is to use a framework that divides the equity allocation between initial contributions and future contributions. For example, you can allocate 30% of the equity for initial contributions, such as skill, experience, network, resources, etc., and 70% of the equity for future contributions, such as time, effort, or performance. Then you can split the equity across co-founders based on their contribution level for each category. Another method is to use a calculator tool that asks you some questions about your co-founder's contribution, and it will give you a suggested equity split based on the answers. Uh, for example, you can answer questions like who is working full-time versus part-time, who's investing their own money, who has more relevant skills or experience, etc. The third method is to use a negotiation approach that allows you and your co-founder to discuss and agree on an equity split that reflects your mutual expectations and preferences. For example, you can consider factors like market value, opportunity cost, risk and reward when negotiating an equity split. Now, these are just some examples of methods to calculate your equity split with your co-founder. You can also check websites like CapBase, uh, Harvard Business School Startup Guide, or Founder Institute. They have tons of resources and tools on how to split equity with co-founders. And lastly, you need a vesting schedule. This is the fourth piece in co-founder relations. This is the way of protecting yourself and your co-founder from potential disputes or disagreements in the future. Vesting means that the co-founder's equity is granted over time or based on certain milestones rather than upfront. This way, if one of you decides to leave or underperforms, you don't lose a huge chunk of your company. Vesting also incentivizes both of you to stay committed and work hard for the long term. It shows that you trust each other and you're willing to share the risk and reward of building something great together. Vesting schedules typically last four years with a one-year cliff. This means that after one year of working together, each co-founder gets 25% of their equity vested. Then they get another 148th every month until they reach 100% after four years. This is common practice when with startups and investors, so don't be afraid to use it. It will save you a ton of headache down the road. Remember, you need to test your co-founder before you commit. Don't just jump into a partnership with someone based on their resume or pitch deck. 
You need to set yourself up for success. You need to see how they handle work in action, how they communicate, how they solve problems, how they handle feedback, because this is going to be one of the most important decisions and relationships you make in your life. And just to summarize a couple more resources that you should go to if you're looking for startup co-founders, I named some communities before, but here's a few more that hopefully will help you. Startup School, this is a Y Combinator pro uh, project that offers free online training to startup founders. They have about 100,000 entrepreneurs that participate in their forums and events whatever and whatnot to find potential co-founders. You have Co-Founders Lab. This claims to be the world's largest network of entrepreneurs. You can create a profile, browse through thousands of co-founder candidates. Uh, there's a matching algorithm to find your ideal partner, and you can also join their 20-week program focused on growing your startup and raising capital. StartHawk, this is a platform that uses AI to help you find your perfect co-founder. You can fill out a questionnaire about your skills, goals, and preferences, and then you get matched with a compatible entrepreneur from their network. And you can also chat with this person uh, directly on their platform. Um, Founders List, this is a service that lets you browse existing co-founder listings or post your own, uh, kind of like a job board. Um, you can also join other founder groups by region or industry, and you can get feedback and advice from other founders on their forum. Um, and Indie Hackers, this is a community of bootstrapped entrepreneurs who share stories and challenges. You can join their online discussions, podcasts, newsletters, meetups to connect with very similar like-minded people. And then outside of that, you can go to Reddit and go to uh, subreddits like r slash co-founder, r slash startups, r slash entrepreneurs. Post there. You'll get, some, uh, you'll get some people reach out to you. And then LinkedIn, of course, is the obvious as well. Hopefully that helps. And hopefully this helps you land the absolute perfect co-founder. Take your company to wherever it's going to go. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got some value out of that. Make sure you come back tomorrow for another business lesson on the 10-minute MBA. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.